This is the Not Your Average Brand Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Kiara, and I cannot wait to get into this episode because I finally have the space to just tell you guys my raw, unedited thoughts. What's even cooler about this is that you can actually hear me saying them to you so you can like really feel all the gems that it is that I'm dropping. So I'm super, super excited. This is going to be so good. If you've been listening to the last three episodes, you know I don't like doing long intros. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Okay, I have four business and marketing predictions I'm going to talk through, and let's start with number one. So everyone's been talking about personal brands, and I agree personal brands will become increasingly more important, but I think the industry kind of has it wrong on how we define personal brands. People seem to think when you say personal, that that means like including lifestyle content, telling all your business on social media, showing people your house, your weekend plans, showing your face on video every five seconds. And that's not necessarily the case. To me, when I define personal, I just think of access and intimacy. Can you create access and intimacy by showcasing lifestyle content or sharing what it is that you did on the weekends? Yeah, absolutely. But you can also create access and intimacy by using text messages in your marketing or now podcasts or even subscriptions where people get access to exclusive content. You can create access, intimacy, personal content in all different shapes and sizes. It doesn't necessarily need to look like a bunch of video content or footage of what it is that you ate on the weekends. Um, I know for me, how I will be personally incorporating more of a personal brand is by creating content like this, communicating in email. Personally to me, email feels super intimate because it's like having someone's digital phone number. Um, You get a chance to talk to them every day in their inbox and people don't give out their email lists every day. So to me that that's super personal and you can create content on the blog. I know that I will be looking to expand and do that as well. Um, I just ultimately have like a lot to share and a lot to say and I plan on doing so in multiple different mediums. Okay, moving on to number two. Aesthetics is no longer going to be a requirement in 2023, but I do still think that it's going to be something that elevates you beyond the competition. I feel like COVID and everyone being locked up in the house really helped pull back the curtain and released this pressure of having to look a certain way or be Instagram perfect. I think when everyone is locked in the house, it's kind of hard to be living an Instagram lifestyle um, where, you know, everything looks picture perfect. And I think that that era really started to create a new conversation around people's expectations with content and how they're going to consume content and how they're going to relate to the people that it is that they choose to buy from, which is why I, I see now that there's this trend where everyone is like team TikTok, team be real, down with the pretty feed, no one really cares, show up as your authentic self. And I think that's all fine and dandy, but I still think aesthetics matter. 
And here's my reason why. I personally don't feel like anyone's ever looked at nice packaging and thought, oh, this is so nice. I bet you the product sucks. When people see something nice, they assume the product is nice. And here's what it is that I mean by that. You will never get dinged for having a well put together Instagram feed, but you do run the risk of losing business when your page looks a mess. There are people who see packaging, which is essentially what your Instagram feed is. It is packaging for your business. And in some cases, it's the first encounter that anyone will ever have with your business. There are some people who will see this mismatched feed or your thrown together notes and think, this person looks a mess, pass. Now, looks aren't everything, but like I just said, people do judge books by their covers and you will be judged by your appearances. People make judgments based on what it is that they see. That's just kind of how it is. I know I actually saw this come to life even more because I've been recently watching Drink Masters on Netflix. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I recently took up the hobby of mixology and this show has really just stole my whole heart. But anyways, my point is, is that you'll notice that a lot of the mixologists on the show, they get graded in two sections. One, they get graded on taste. And then two, they get graded on presentation. And sometimes the judges have actually approached them based on the way that something will look. And they'll look at the decor and they're like, oh, wow, the decor looks like this is going to be really sweet or really fruity. And then they drink the drink and they're like, oh, I'm actually pleasantly surprised with how well balanced it is. And they're surprised because they drew a certain conclusion based on what the decor looked like, even though they actually hadn't even tasted the product yet. And that's sort of the same thing with your Instagram feed. People are going to draw conclusions based on how it is that you present yourself. And so your brand presence and how you show up, whether that be aesthetically or unesthetically pleasing is going to matter. Now, if you don't care at all, uh, even after hearing all of that, that's totally fine. I just think that as people continue to move into this direction of not really caring or being a little bit more casual with their business presentation or the exterior of their brand, it will only create a greater opportunity for those of us who do take intention with our visuals and our aesthetics to stand out even more. And it's only going to help us visually elevate ourselves above the competition. Uh, Number three, long form content is in. Okay. I don't know what it is that you've heard, but contrary to what people think, people's attention spans really aren't all that short. People like to read. People like to listen. People like to watch. There's going to be so much opportunity for businesses to expand their marketing with long form content. I know for my business, that will look like podcasting and blogging. For others, that may look like YouTube the opportunities will honestly be endless, but everything is leaning towards long form content. Um, You can see like Instagram stories is even getting longer. TikTok is offering longer videos. Podcast listens are going up. Like it just seems like people are really like craving depth in the content that they're consuming. And I think it's going to be a bigger conversation for 2023. Okay, number four, selling one thing is going to keep you behind the competition. People are diversifying their service suites and you are leaving money on the table if you don't. That's my personal prediction for 2023. Now, before we dive into like all of this, I want to kind of like release the stress 
and pressure associated to what people think when they hear diversify their service suite. This doesn't necessarily look like creating a bunch of digital products and running them on ads or adding a group program. People seem to think when you say diversify that that means go wider, work with more people, focus on scaling and hitting certain incomes. That's not necessarily what it is that I'm talking about. The way that I speak about diversifying is literally just giving someone a different access point into your world. I kind of like to think of this as like your business being a stadium. When you go to like a basketball game, they have multiple entry points into that stadium. They have different parking lots, they have different concession stands, and they have that so that they can serve all these different people who are sitting in all different seats. They can support a large group of people. Now, you definitely don't need to expand your business to support more people, but what you can do is diversify your services just to make it easier for there to be access to you. And this next step doesn't necessarily have to be an entirely brand new offer that speaks to a whole new customer. You could easily take from what it is that you're currently doing. Like for example, you could sell one of your masterclasses that you may have once offered for free and sell it as a paid training. You could take one of the most coveted parts of your number one program and turn it into a digital product. I know that's what it is that I did. For my business, I took my profit tracker, which is also linked in the show notes, and I took that because it was the highlight of my previous VIP day, and then I just sold it as a digital product and sold it on its own. So diversifying your service suite can be super simple and seamless. That's actually one of the things that it is that we focus on in my one-on-one consulting is how to add more without feeling overwhelmed or adding mountains of work onto your plate. So if that is something that is that you struggle with, you can definitely click the link in the show notes to reach out or send a DM on Instagram because I absolutely love helping people diversify their services. Let's recap really quickly. Number one, personal brands are going to be all of the rave for 2023, but that doesn't necessarily mean plastering your face everywhere or telling everyone your personal business. Number two, aesthetics are no longer a requirement per se, but it will continue to help you elevate above the competition. Number three, long form content is in. People are not as short-sighted as it is that you may think. And number four, selling one thing is going to leave you behind the competition. Those are my thoughts and predictions for 2023. Send me a DM on Instagram if you agree, disagree. I want to hear what some of your thoughts may be, and I will see you guys on the next episode.